Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. I am like extra, extra excited because today you are going to take me somewhere at three o'clock. Yeah. We have yeah. a reservation. We're going to bounce, bounce, bounce. So we're at a point in our lives where like literally I was taking a shower this morning. I was like, don't feel down. You should be excited. You're going to go out with your family today. It's the most exciting thing in my life is that we made a reservation at the world's largest bounce house. Yes, it's fun. It's fun. We've and already done it. we're going for the third time. Welcome back, dirties, to a new episode of Till the Dirt. Yes. Happy 2022. I'm still going to say it. I don't care what you do to me. Well, someone, it's not I me, mean, man. There's, I there's people nice. out there that are definitely I think gonna, it's nice. Yeah, there's people out there that definitely are going to be like, yo, you need to shut the fuck up. No, there's not. Me. Haters. More haters. Yeah. They're haters. your friends. Yeah. <laughs> the haters. The haters. But uh, great wife story what? from this week. A what? It's a great wife story. This is what it's like being married to my wife. What do you mean? Did you not like my story? No, I'm talking about my great wife story. This oh. is what it's like for me to be married to you. Okay. So the other day, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm going out. I'm going to mail the books. And we've taken on a lot of, you know, a lot more. So now we're trying to space it out. So every day we do a little bit. And oh, the books. Yeah, so I'm sending out the books for Fight Club to the kids and my wife's helped me. I'm taking them to the post office, okay. and she's packing the ones here so that when I come back, I can then take them. I want to know where this is going because I'm so Just on wait. the edge of my seat. Just wait. I asked her before I left to do what she was doing. No problem. So I call her. Oh, okay. I can actually hear her. She's packing the books like she's doing that. <laughs> and I asked her, can you do me a favor? I appreciate the fact that you're already doing me a favor. But can you do me another favor? Which was what? And can you go to the fridge? I have two steaks. Oh, you wanted me to take something out the freezer. I have, no, I had taken them out of the freezer the night before. Okay, yeah. You I was wanted me to, cook to put them the yeah, meat in the Just take sink. them out room temperature. Okay, so I forgot. Just take them out room temperature. I have I had the just toddler. Just take them out room temperature. All right, cool. No problem. Got it. I go See do what you. I do. I come back. Not only did she stop doing the books. So what happened was. She didn't take the steak out either. 
And she said that when I called her, <laughs> I, I distracted her. So she stopped doing everything because she was lying down in bed when I got back. So she was, was lying down in bed. In the, the books are not done. The food is not out of the paradise. fridge. And she's like... <laughs> Oh yeah, no, you called me. <laughs> I did. So you distracted me. I was, from I was me on the right that's track. That's a Persian apology. I that's was... a Persian apology. <laughs> a Persian apology is I'm sorry that you made me do it. That's how their apologies work because they don't. They're not contrite yes. and they don't say sorry yes. ever. So no. it's always your fault Are that you they're kidding? apologizing for something. First of all, I so, want to tell wait, you. No, 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 no. I'm still not done. <laughs> still not done. So then, I just I didn't even say a word. There was definitely a look that I gave that was like, oh. Awesome. So you didn't do the books or you didn't put the stakes out. And she goes, <laughs> you're such a hater. <laughs> that part is a lie. <laughs> verbatim. Verbatim quote. Quote like those quotations. You're such a hater. End quote. That's so, there you go. So when people are like, oh, it's like being married to MJ. There you go. People ask you that. There you go. People ask you, "What is it like to be married?" Well, to if me? they are, if they, if there are anyone out there that's an inquiring mind, okay, uh, that's what it's like. Well, I wonder what I should say to people if they ask me how it is to be married to you, a guy yeah. that asks a lot of his wife. Yeah, yeah, that tall the orders. Fridge. We got it. We do have a big square footage. Don't even that get me started the, on the that fridge. Quite the journey. You take over the fridge and the freezer. Speaking of, like this year, try to share it with me. So. Today we're going to talk about, I think, what would be the ideal dream for every woman, for every girl, when you are staring out the window in school and you're thinking about your Prince Charming that's going to ride up on a white horse and rescue you and make you feel safe in the world and make you feel amazing and just hold you up all your life. That would be the time that you think about meeting your husband, getting married and your wedding. My point is... You start planning oh, it was the wedding. One? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> planning well, your wedding. Well, today it's more about last we left off, we had moved into our this, dream house. Yeah, and Caligula was over. The, you know what I mean? The it was the fall of Rome. We were gonna have to start getting serious in life. So we we're gonna have to start planning the wedding. We went out looking at places <laughs> and my wife was bad shit because her father he was really, really in bad shape at this point. Like he had taken a turn and he never really bounced back. And he had always bounced back like a rubber band. Now it was languishing. So he just he just wasn't doing well. What a word. That's actually a sexy word. Oh, uh, yeah. Languishing. Great. And this, it's, very, it's languishing. a very sexy word. It is a very sexy, provocative word. He languished. So he wasn't doing well. But nevertheless, we were planning the wedding because she wanted him to walk her down the I aisle. I had already put it off for a year. We yeah. needed to get pregnant. We needed to get married. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, we were older. We had been together for five years? Four years. Yeah, four-ish. So, listen, I'm not. I'm no Monica Geller, all right? I am no Monica Geller. Not at all. And for anybody who hasn't watched Friends, shame on you. Yeah, they, I, what's the matter with you? Yeah. I mean, even if you don't know, like, you should know. And you know if you don't I mean? know who the fuck Monica Geller is, then Google it, bitch. I can't help you right now. Google's your friend, bro. But according to Tom, TikTok was a bigger friend than according Google. According to me, it's according because to... Because you said that TikTok was the most searched. More people used TikTok last year than Google. Just because I have a soft heart for you guys, Monica Geller kept a wedding book from, like, a young age. She's the girl. All right, so should we talk about it for a second? No. Just one second. Just one second. Because I happen to know that Hannah Burner also doesn't know who, like, doesn't watch Friends. Okay. All right. All right. All right. 
Monica Geller is Courtney Cox's character on Friends. Monica Geller kept a scrapbook that she made herself of a wedding book. Like, this is this page. Tell me, help me. This page is going to be my dress. Yeah, this page is going to be the venue. All right, is it clear what I was saying? Yeah, you were going down a rabbit hole. But what was the point? I was saying, even though I was no Monica Geller, I still very, very much dreamed of meeting the right man. There's a very big difference between a girl who wants to meet a man and fall in love and get married and create a life and a family from the woman, the girl that wants to just have Have a wedding. wedding. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So my man finally arrived. I have said no to someone who's proposed in the past because I didn't in deep down in my heart think that that was the right guy. It would have been great. I probably could have, you know, had a smooth, stable life, but it wouldn't have been passion, you know? Mm. So like, here you come and like, we put it off for a year because we were waiting for my dad to get better. Yeah, and he just wasn't getting better. But like a year prior to it, he was in an induced coma because of his stuff. It, so it'd be flashes of some positivity and then and you, you know three steps back. So. And you got to realize like if you're putting off life, don't. Yeah. You know, like the lesson I can pass on to other people that you and I can pass on is if you are waiting for that perfect moment, you might not get it. I don't think that we have any regrets about that because we were doing our damn best. No. That's for damn sure. Yeah. We were giving my father the number one priority. But also, like you said, we were older. To, for, for a couple that had already been together for like, what, three, four years? Yeah, you didn't want to have a baby without being married either. Right, right. Uh, you know, there was... I want to make sure that we were going to stay together. Yeah. Listen, it, it put a stall. We Which were fast still- forward in a lot of ways. Like, we moved fast in a lot of ways, but at the same point in time, we also stalled out. Yeah. We, and he was For a beautiful for a reason. Yes, yes. And, for a and, beautiful reason. And it was giving him the respect and the due that he deserved. 100%. Uh, so we, you proposed to me, we were engaged for like a year and a half, at least, right? Because when you proposed to me, we should have been engaged like the normal amount of time, like six to 12 months minimum. Like I think, well, an, engagement, age, I think, it, I think an engagement should last a year in general. Okay. You should yes. be engaged for a year. But I think a lot of it's age dependent. Our year I had do. come up. I, I think, you know. I get it. A lot of it's age depending. In your 20s, sure. But I think when you're 40, kind of not. For no, sure in your 20s or even in your early 30s. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of the truth comes to seeps its way to the surface. But there's just. A, when you're engaged. But the stress also, you're going to see how you both react. In a lot of situations. Yeah. Once there's the ring on the fingers. I think that of all the stuff that you and I have like created and talked about here, the best building blocks of how we became more and more sure of each other was because we had to go through things. Like we did have to, we had growing pains. life things. And we had a lot of growing, like just even sharing an apartment together and moving into a new space and saying like, how are you helping with the move? How am I helping with the move? Who's splitting the, calling this? I mean, like there's, it's good for people to learn who they are. Absolutely. Like a relationship cannot be built on what should we order for dinner? Which, where do you want me to make the reservation, honey? Which island do you want to take a vacation to, yes. honey? Yes. So anyway, we're now at the point where what? We started to go look for venues. Like we had to go look for places. <laughs> 
and Descanso uh, Gardens was yeah. this one place I took him. It's an outdoor facility. The signage looked just like Knott's Berry Farm. Like so, you would walk down like a pebble path of rocks and dead leaves. Now understand a few things, all right? <laughs> this is going to be on the show, so they're filming this. Yeah. Her father's sick. I have probably. 100 to 150 people they're gonna come from new york city to the wedding that's really what so it was that's, i just want this really to be as stressless as possible okay. like there's already stress i want it to be for me easy fucking peasy let's do it in a hotel they could fly and stay in the fucking hotel keep it central now i didn't know i wanted any of this until we went to Descanso gardens like until <laughs> she dragged me it's like oh shit this is i first off you i can guys see have my, to see it it's not just a, listen it's a beautiful place i'm not trying to say this for, not, for the but, right event yeah, no, like for a, like a picnic and for their nah, life. I'm sure they did the what? Listen, the place that we did it to, or we did it to Jeremy. When you went in the room, it looked like a fucking conference center. So there wasn't anything special, but they made it look magical. I'm sure Le that Leora the Descanso the Gardens could do the same thing for our wedding as well. However, so I'm not knocking them. I'm just saying it was so fucking out in the middle of the wilderness. I'm like, all right, all I'm picturing is. All my friends calling me the day of, bro, where's the bus? How we get to the fucking, to the venue? Yeah, I, I was like, can we smoke pot on the bus? I'm like, oh, no, this is no not just was, that. No one was going to be bussed in to our wedding. Of course they were. Where are they going to sleep? They were going to camp? They were going to get a fucking Winnebago? Okay. And say everybody was going to live in a tent? Well, where, 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 where they going to sleep? Listen, <laughs> I have to back this up. The number one problem is that there was no kitchen on site. So the food would 100% be cold and the ice would be melted. Because if there is... in the middle of Because if there is no... Bro, like, wherever you choose... That might, yeah, there might have been... You know what it might have been a problem? There might have been a bear attack. How's that? Like, right in the middle of the dance floor, <laughs> someone got bit by a bear. It was in the middle of the fucking wilderness. And I got, like I said, 150 people that I'm not going to have to worry about getting from New York to L.A. and then from L.A. to fucking smoke even the bears. The you know, thing, playground. You know what? You're way fancier than me. The, I mean, this is a very controversial thing to say, but you're Monica Geller. Like, you're, the wedding, for all of your people in New York, the expectations... Like for L.A., everyone said this is one of the most beautiful weddings, if not the most beautiful wedding that they had ever attended. And for L.A. standards, that's like amazing. But like we drove away from Descanso and they were like, you know, the lady, it was an appointment. Like we drove. We had an appointment. We had to meet somebody who walked the property with us. We we're on a golf cart. And I would ask every logistic question her answer was more frightening. Yeah, like, where's the restroom? Yeah. So like, yeah we could oh, it's about 400 meters down yeah. that way through yeah. the tree. Yeah. Make a left yeah. at the dirt path. Right past the coyotes. <laughs> right past where the coyotes sleep. The porta potties we keep in the bear cave. It's right by the travel center. <laughs> what? And then the Scooby signs, like the signage was very like Scooby-Doo. Sorry, my last thing is... If there's no kitchen on site, where's the food coming in from? How are you going to keep gonna it hunt, warm? Hunters, I'm going to hunt. Oh, yeah. There's going to be deer <laughs> running through your, the, the oh, reception. We don't, we don't hunt any deer. Here. Yeah, I, and now all I'm picturing is, oh shit, this is going to be my like immediate future. 
is to go looking all over LA. You had a meltdown. <laughs> Total fucking the, meltdown, on the, bro. On the drive home. Total fuck. Like, no, this is not. Like, is You thought that was going to be your life? She already said she had like five places lined up. And we didn't go any of them. They were literally scattered. You know, LA's vast, bro. It's yep. fucking big, dude. So it's like, all right, we're going here and then we're the Bel Air Hotel like, Yo. and the Beverly Hills Hotel, which is a subterranean room and snow good. Like um, I said, man, I uh I drove away and had a fucking meltdown. Like, oh shit, there's no fucking way I'm doing this. It was baseball season. You know what I mean? Like this Met games and shit. Like I'm not missing a bunch of fucking Met games to go all over fucking Southern California and look at a fucking venue for a party. No shot. You know what happened that day? When you had your meltdown in the car, it really set the tone because I was like, whoa, I want a happy marriage. I don't want a husband that's screaming at me. Therefore, at that moment, I decided we cannot fight over any wedding details. Do you give me that? Yeah. This is not what I dreamed of. This is not what I wanted. I'm not asking for much. I don't want to fight with you while planning. So it was like rule number one. If we fight and butt heads, then we have to stop, figure it out, compromise. And that's like the best part of becoming married is learning to compromise while you're planning your wedding. Your meltdown was very diva. It made me realize how important the wedding is for you. No, for, again, I wanted you kind of wanted easy. to for you wanted, wanted like I you said, wanted it, it to be epic so that you can no, impress your friends and family. No, it's nothing to do with family. epic. It's nothing to do with that. Yeah, I you wanted, did. Again, I wanted it easy. Bro, I we had fresh squeezed grapefruit juice at your wedding and top shelf vodka like Grey Goose and nothing less. There was I no. Didn't, I didn't say any of that shit. I didn't. I'm saying that, it. that was not a requirement, but for me, Honey, again, all I wanted you got was married. for everybody to be in one's place to keep it simple for me without she's a porta minim- potty again she's without mi- a i'm not minimizing i'm yes. just saying you're, no of all that we had going on in the world like i said your father was sick i had 150 people flying in from out of town they were filming so it's just it's a lot and i didn't want to have the wedding and where it was going to be and like the day of the wedding again everybody's going to call me in a campground you know, wherever I want it, I want it to be in LA. Sweetie, I'm on your side. I'm, no, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, but, but, yeah, look at my eyes. I'm right yeah, here. Uh, all right, I am on your side. Yeah, okay, you I saved I was the not wedding. A diva. You saved the yeah, wedding. Yeah, I know I did. Okay, I know I did. And then when we went to look at the Jeremy, which is the place that we actually ended up doing it, I think it's called the One Hotel right now. Yeah, whatever. The I, on but at the time, it was the Jeremy. And while we're there, this and, and again, this is the second place we've actually gone and looked at. She's maintained that we're going to somehow get her dad to come to the wedding, whether we have to have an ambulance and hiring a doctor and, you know, That's like true. just real, real delusional shit. I was you know like, what I mean? I was like, do you think that we can discharge him for the hospital <laughs> from like ICU yeah. for one day safely? We'll pay with- for the ambulance. There's got to be a doctor that we can hire. She knows a bunch of doctors. She's like, yeah, I'll get, you know, such and such. He'll be, he'll I stay do know on- all the best doctors. Yes, I'll, he'll stay here on, on okay, duty I went to all high day. school with them. That will be his wedding gift to me, that he'll stay and he'll make sure my... So Shams, the legendary guy that he is, did us all a favor and he went quietly. Uh, That's he- not how I would word my father passing... He did us a favor. Listen, he made it easy. He didn't drag it out any longer. No, you have to realize that my father is just 
the most important person in my life to date, right? Yes. And I always thought I would not even be able to continue to live if when the day my dad died, I thought I was going to be the day behind him. Okay. So yes, I just can't. Yeah. So I just can't say he did us a favor because I wanted him to live forever. He did me a favor. And then die the next day. He did me a favor then. He made, he, he made it easier for us to go forward. Still have a problem with you wording it that way, but okay. I mean, you're a good guy, so yeah. I can <laughs> I can understand that Listen, you don't mean I, it nobody, that way. Nobody respects her dad more than I do. Someone that grew up with an absentee father who really, like, especially now having a kid, I look at my father with even more apathy and disgust yeah. than I did before. I could it's see like, that. I could see it's, that. It's, uh, you know, what's the matter with you? But uh, I think shit. some people just don't attach to their children. Yeah, no. So uh, your father was the antithesis of that. You know, he was a fantastic father, dad, all those words, all the brother, not just to you, but to an entire community. That's one of the reasons that we did devote an episode to just to have that house, because a lot of special things happen in that house. One of those was your father's service. Yeah. And, uh, they had people. Well, she's going to cry. And then I look at her and she gets me fucking emotional. I want to punch her in the throat. I mean, I think what you're talking about, it's just beautiful. He was, a real real special dude just a little bit of a history lesson when you know they had the revolution in iran the mullahs and what? the extremists that came into power were looking to get rid of all the enlightened all the educated all the best of the best that were attached to the shah so those people they were killing them so they needed to get out and shams worked at the embassy he got a lot of these people out it's also one of the reasons why they brought their best and their brightest so it's why they you know really excelled once they got here they had some money a lot of them bought land you know so they were all educated so that's where that shah concept comes from that's where it's from it's that they all came here and they flourished and shams was a a direct reason for that you know there was a there were people at his service there was a dude that was he was a kid he was in his 20s and his parents said he had to come there to pay his respects because their whole family wouldn't exist their whole family wouldn't exist here if it wasn't for her dad you know my father's a piece of shit you know what i mean and that's awe-inspiring you know what i mean but let me just, like I said, you know. 1962, uh, my dad came. But a lot of people go through their life and they, you know, they're good people, but they don't really make an impact. You know what I mean? They might make an impact on their friends and their immediate family. This is a person that made an impact on generations. Uh, nice guy. <laughs> that's a real legacy to have. You know, aside from the fact that he was a great father and a great friend and he gave with both hands to anybody he knew. He also le- left a lasting legacy that, you know, that's one of the reasons, you know, I do Fight Club. I got to walk in this guy's footsteps. My son carries his name. Uh, Just look I, at my feet. Yeah, those are terrifying. They'll make me cry too. <laughs> but out of fear, shriek. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Listen, bottom line, you know, I got a lot to look up to. 
I'm proud that my son carries his name. He was a legendary dude. You know, that that service was, a, you know, one of the more, f I don't want to, happy, uh, positive funeral experiences that I've ever been through. And beautiful. I mean, listen, the guy was a great guy. He was a legendary man. I'm better for knowing him. I'm better. I'm happy that I got to spend some time with him. And I got happy I got to meet so many people that he, you know, he had influence over and so many people whose, whose lives he touched. And he did touch a ton. For me, the most important thing when somebody close to you passes is keeping their memory alive. I don't hear enough other people around me saying this, but... I talk about my dad constantly all day long. And actually, I need to do more with Shams talking about his grandfather. Obviously, my son doesn't understand why his grandfather isn't here. He's too young, but he loves his grandma. Yes. And putting aside the infant aspect of it, like I love when you talk to me about your mom and tell me about things that she liked, she did and her sense of humor, like knowing more about your mom makes me feel closer to you. And knowing like even the bad stuff that you don't like about your dad, it makes me feel closer to you. Like I could be talking to Mike Shoehead and being like, you know what my dad would say right now and share an anecdote. That is how I keep someone's love and their presence of them. You know, even if they're in heaven, in the afterlife, soaring through the universe, which, you know, my dad does believe in speaking about them in present tense, like he's still with us because he is. My dad believed in reincarnation. So like, I believe that as well, that- Well, you know who else believed in reincarnation? Who? Einstein. Oh, okay, good. Because energy can't cease to exist. Okay. And you can't just, just shut energy down. An object at motion tends to stay, stay at motion. motion. So a lazy ass tends to stay a lazy ass. Yeah. An object at rest. My father, before we move on, is the best dad- that's ever lived. He is my best friend. He is the most generous, sweetest, funniest, downest, spontaneous, risk-taking, like just would make lemonade out of every situation. My dad would walk into a room and light it up with his love and his generosity and just truly like an angel on earth. Even if he had overindulged me and didn't teach me any discipline and would let me write my own notes. Thanks, James. <laughs> I like, really am dealing with the when ramifications. When the principal at Beverly The ramifications Heights. and the fallout from him not doing it and giving her any discipline or any, uh, or, or uh, telling her no. So Ben Bushman is the principal, was the principal of Beverly. And he would call me into the office and be like, you have 45 absences in mod one, first period. And That's just too early. <laughs> <laughs> no, me and my girlfriend would go sit yeah, down in a coffee shop. Before school. The Peach Pit. Yes, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It was the Nosh. You love that place. I do love the Nosh. I would be allowed to write my own truancy notes, and my dad would let me sign them, and then I would do it in the car in, my, in the parking lot of the school. Ben Bushman, he would lick his thumb and rub the ink because it was so fresh so that he could prove to me that he knows that I just did this in the car because the ink was so fresh that it would smudge. Maybe he was just trying to be provocative. No. he no. Will, Trust me, don't do this to him. He likes the bush, he man. Isn't, no, dude, that's not what you do to Ben Bushman. He's beloved okay. and revered okay. and was not a weirdo at all. Okay. He was just showing me, you're lying, and I know you're lying. Then he put his hand on the phone, 
if I call your father right now, are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, Ooh. fucking call him. What's he yeah, going to do? Yeah, he doesn't like, give a shit. He bought me a condo. Like, he bought me a condo down the hall from his... I've been yeah, driving without me, a license since I was 13 yeah. years old yeah. back in Falls Church, Virginia. Yeah. I'm You're good. barking up the wrong bush, man. <laughs> You're so dumb. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah my dad was cool. Is yeah. cool. No, nah, definitely was. Definitely was a legendary guy. And when you know what, like, shout out to everybody, everyone that's lucky enough to have an amazing father that they consider one of their best friends in life. And also, like, the love that you get from your dad is like There was like a ton no of other. people in that room, man. There was a ton of people at his memorial. There was, you know, they all came to pay their respects. They all really appreciated who she was. My dad would let me speed. Yeah. <laughs> he would, like, my dad would let us drive to Vegas at midnight. So we'd get there at, like, 4 in the morning, and he'd be like, put the top down. And the sky was full of stars because that death valley is full of stars and there's no light so you the stars shine even brighter she probably been paying attention to the road <laughs> would have rather heard that you were watching the road supposed to staring up at the scars with the with the top down yeah speeding nonetheless he would let me speed he'd be like faster no man he's a good guy you know you can't tell our story without talking about him and, you know, him passing was, you know, it was definitely a big deal. And I know for my wife, she had a lot going on. We were trying to plan a wedding. We were trying to... I won't do everything the same as he did, obviously, because children do need discipline. And I didn't have a lot of that. None. So I'll take the bad with you the still good. Don't, you still, like, the, the, the little yes. guy gets... He, I'll pay for he, it. Yeah, you no. pay for it for the rest little, of your life. Yeah, man. I'm the one paying for it. Because hey, I have to be the bad guy at all times. You got to take the good I with the bad be the with, guy, that comes I, with me, too. I got to be the pain in the ass. I got to be the one that tells him, nope, you put that down. Nope, it's dinner time. Well, nope, see, you don't understand the love nope. of a father. You never had it. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. <laughs> that's true. So I was missing out. So now I got to double it up. But we were supposed to do uh, the Q&A, but we, my wife didn't post any I got questions. a DM. Oh, look at you. Okay. okay. By the way, you guys, we love it when you send comments and write comments, just like Tommy talked last time. You can always send DMs to the Till the Dirt podcast, even if we don't do a poll. So this one girl asked me, and this is going to stay in on because, like, I feel like it's personal. You got a lot of makeup on your I nose. I know. It's bad. It looks like you sticking your nose up Toy's asshole. <laughs> What's going on? It's very tough to look at you. It's very tough to look at you. I Shit know. nose. I know. Shit beak. It's not just my nose. You know, no, it's the tip it's of your nose, whole, bro. No, it's the no, tip. No, it's my whole the face. The tip of your nose looks like you literally a brown nose, like what you're trying to get a job, so I'm sucking up to somebody. What no, about the know. sides are bad? It was oh, just the bad. tip. Just the tip was it's real the bad. Whole thing. Okay. The tip so was bad. my thing. Whatever that was, what was it going to be? Okay. The, mm. Okay. Sorry. I lost my shit. No, it's on your nose. <laughs> it's on the tip of your nose. <laughs> if you're looking for it, there it you're is. looking for your shit. Um, she said tips on initiating sex with her boyfriend. She wants to know if it's okay for the woman to initiate and how to break the ice. And I love this question because when people are in a relationship, you can have times in your life that you have more sex times in life that you have not as much and feeling sexy and feeling confident and feeling, oh, that's what she said at the top of it. She said, you're so confident. I want to say that even if I'm confident, it doesn't mean that I can't have my own moments of like struggling with things. So the question is in two parts. I want to hear from you first. If she's in a relationship and her new year's resolution is to have more sex, how can she initiate sex with you? If you want to spice things up, then you're going to have to mellow him out. Two more. Um, Tips. Mix it up. 
with the appearance. You oh, that's a don't good one. don't look the same. If you want to like spice things up differently, don't look the same. What do you mean by that? I don't know. Maybe get a, a couple of new outfits. Maybe get a, change your haircut. Maybe do your makeup different. I just got go my to, haircut. And I, you know, ask him what he's into, man. You know, ask him what he what, what he's looking to do. But I don't know. It's different. It's different for every. You know, everybody's got their peculiarities. Everybody's got the things that they're into. That to just throw a blanket. It's different from couple to couple in my mind. Yeah, I love it when you say proclivities. Yeah. So for me, I would say. If you want to initiate when you feel like you want to increase how much sex you're having, I would start small and slow with like holding hands. Sometimes you haven't held hands with each other for a long time. Sometimes you haven't made out with each other in a long time. Or maybe you can just cuddle and have like one-on-one -on -one time and make sure you're communicating verbally in intimate ways. And I think you should also... Just like curl up to him, feel good, make sure you have something that makes you feel sexy, whether it's sweats or lingerie, get into bed early, do it during a movie, maybe watch like a sexy movie that's going to be like not porn, but like a little bit sexy that might relax him. I think just being in a mindset, maybe setting some candles, setting this, you know, like music, that's what I would do. Get back to us. Let us know if any of this shit yeah, works. Yeah, dying to, dying to know, <laughs> dying to know. You guys pork more. It goes down in the DMs. Let me know if you. It, it's going down in the DMs. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. My mom does this. It's going down in the DMs. All right. So for everyone that's here listening to this, please follow our YouTube, subscribe, set the bell for the notification. And don't forget that if you're obsessed with us, you can always support us by getting a t-shirt. Okay. If you're obsessed with us. Until the dirt podcast. If you're obsessed with us, take a step back. No reason to be obsessed. <laughs> no, but our t-shirts are awesome. Our t-shirts are awesome. I wear them almost every other. It's too much. I had to stop wearing them because I'm trying to change it up. Oh my God. Just like you said. Yeah. Change it up. Get yeah. a haircut. Yeah. So I just started dressing tens only. So right now I'm wearing you a 10. I want to go about that. You didn't know how to put your pants on. Can't say I didn't try. And there's a hole on them the size. Like, I hope that was... An accident. I hope you did that. It was an accident. Okay, good. I was in I hope bed. you didn't buy it like that. I fell asleep and then it happened. What, you burst your pants? No, no, no. They're too big. They're brand new. Okay. They're one size too big. But the hole I'm talking about. I was in bed and I climbed out of bed with ripped jeans, so the hole just gripped. Ah, so it was an accident. I've been there, man. I'm sure you have. I've been there. I went to work one Where day. Where haven't you been? You know what I want to say? Don't let me forget, one of the best things about marrying you, because there's been a lot of cheating allegations in the press about cheaters, and once a cheater, always a cheater. Here's my thing. I know this is a little out of field, I don't but I don't looking agree with at you... I don't agree with the once a cheater, looking always at you, a cheater. Looking at you reminded me... Like the fire in your eyes, the way you're looking at me now, it's so handsome. But I want to add to that. When a man gets a lot of pussy in the young years of his life, like 15, Look at you. not sooner. <laughs> Look at you, all right. For a guy? <laughs> yeah. For a guy. Yeah, but, not 12 but, or 13 or 14, uh, but I think 15. Seven. I hope Sam's got laid at, at nursery school. He can't, I hope he comes no, home. no. <laughs> I think 15 or 16. Oh, okay, Why, good. do you think that's too young? Maybe. Especially now, I'll tell you one thing I do not like, and it's and it scares me about going forward with kids, is the accessibility to porn. Well, that's just going to happen. Nah, but it's it's real easy us to be glib about it, but I'm telling you, you're doing long-term irrevocable damage to these kids. For Like, when I was a kid, 
you get your friend had a porno mag and maybe like you got that lent to you and like there was a a thrill and a chase aspect to it and there was a certain taboo that you know it's not it's not there anymore bro you know what i'm saying like there's elements to the like what these kids are seeing now that they're expecting to be like at a very young age, that's not sex, bro. That's not how things work. You're not fucking busting a butt plug out the second time. You know what I mean? When you're having sex in a, as a kid, there's this stuff out there nowadays that's really, really great. It's, it's not intimate. It's, yeah, no. It's, it's, it's not a, intimacy. And it's scary. Like I said, there was a point in time as an adolescent male that, you know, I could speak to, and I don't care, gay, straight, whatever the hell you are, where you're whittling your wood, bro. You, you know what I mean? Like you Masturbating. are- Masturbating. You are whittling your wood. I, it it could have turned into a fucking a desk drawer because of how much wood I was whittling. Okay. And you're doing that a lot with your imagination. And like, like I couldn't imagine having the porn that's available in your hand now. I couldn't imagine having that at my disposal growing up. And, and so the it, negative aspect of it is what? Irreversible damage. It, it desensitizes you to it. It removes away that... Physical the, appeal. And not to sound hokey, but the love. I don't give a fuck if you don't love the girl, if it's just someone you went mad at. There's still a way you're supposed to treat each other in the throes or in the brothel of, or in the bedroom, in the boudoir, I'm sorry. That, you know, you're supposed to treat each other. It's a, it's a humanity. It's a respect. Porn does away with that. And then you mm-hmm. have, you know, yeah. that Tinder element to it, too, where it's like, you know, I don't want my son to grow up and think that's how to treat women. Let's put it that way. I don't yeah. want him to think that that's how men and women are supposed to react off of one well, another. Well, parental controls on a computer are a real thing. So yeah. you just got to stay on top of that. I mean, listen, you know, it's craziness, some of the things. And any thought process or anything that someone might be into, there's porn for it. And uh, Oh, fetish and... and yeah, and yeah, anything. Proclivities, as you yeah, say. Yeah, like I said, man, there's a rabbit okay. hole of porn that I, I, I just, I worry about that for my kid. And you could put the parental control, you could do all that shit, but I promise you, one of the other parents in the parent group isn't. Okay, I would And they're tra- going to go by that kid's house, so they're going to hang out, you know what I mean? And they're going to get access to shit that I just feel like it's just way too advanced for where their head is. I definitely withdraw my answer about 15. I think you're right. I was 17 when I lost my virginity, but to another virgin, so that's perfect because you should both be on the same playing field when you're vulnerable and innocent and a teenager in love like I lost it the right way if we're trying to extend the childhood of children we should extend how far until they take on intimate things and once that happens you're not a kid anymore in a lot of ways man a lot of your innocence is gone it's true you know once that happens honey our son just woke up from a nap I hear him okay I want to just... That's the, that's the closing bell, folks. That is the closing <laughs> bell. I do want to add one thing. When I was young, my mother and my auntie would drag Natalie and I to any R-rated movie. I want to say that I can remember very clearly and vividly that when I would get exposed to something that wasn't age appropriate, it affected me in a negative way. It could even be a guy that like when I got boobs, I was in ninth grade. I wasn't ready to get hit on. I, I bet. I got hit on. It's not a lost cause. It's very possible to say, hey, you know what? We are two people that are grown-ass adults saying, hey, guess what? Now that we're having kids, we want to do something that we didn't like for the younger generation, whether it's today's porn 
or even like my childhood's inappropriate stuff, like there is hope yet. You can groom your children to stay innocent and be protected. <laughs> yeah, that, just, folks. All right. Well, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Whatever. Right. Whatever. Whatever. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. So we are going to go yeah. pack up a little lunchbox and take our kids take to the, the, kid the bounce. largest bounce house. This is the wildest Friday night that I've had in the past month. Oof. I'm excited for you me. should be. And uh, love you guys. All right. Mwah. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. You could also follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.